0: This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast.
1: This is Future Talk. Future
0: Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Saleh and Hani Balkis.
1: Welcome back to Future Talk, right here on Pulse ninety five. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnia Saleh. I bring you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. But, ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about the skies because five G phones could actually intervie- uh, interfere. With aircraft signals And you know when we, talk, when we talk about aircrafts And we talk about planes You know the first thing That comes into mind Omnia
0: What? Mamer Sada? This
1: is yeah, your captain speaking <laughs> That's the first thing That comes to mind And I mean 5G interfering with airplanes that's, that's kind of crazy
0: does this mean I have to leave my iPhone 12 outside the airplane well, when you I airplane
1: mode well <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's gonna be a very sad sight to see to be honest especially because we do know lots of people tend to ignore putting their phones on airplane mode whenever they go ahead and get into a flight but coming up on the show as well lots is happening in the world of apps because we're gonna be talking all about Instagram making it easier for people to fight their eating disorders they are adding a a brand new feature that will help support all those who are currently seeking therapy to help solve those issues.
1: Yes, I'm very glad that Instagram and social media, they're now kind of uh, being aware of yes. mental disorders, being aware that social media does play a big role on a person's mental health. But ladies, ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special interview, a live in-studio interview. Now, usually we get uh, Zoom interviews. Yes. But today we have a live in-studio interview with Amin Al-Zarouni.
0: Yes, he is the CEO of Sahab Smart Solutions. And anyone listening living right here in Sharjah knows that governmental services have slowly been transitioning to be completely digital and the CEO of Sahab Smart Solution has definitely had a big role in doing that. We're going to be talking about the ongoing projects that they currently have with Sharjah government regarding the development of a world-class digital platform for a wide range of business and public services through their different applications. We have a packed show in store. You definitely don't want to miss out on that so make sure you stay tuned and keep all 75 locked.
1: Pulse
0: 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. We've always heard people talk about putting our phones on airplane mode whenever we are uh, in a flight. When it's taking off and when it's landing is when you should always have it on airplane mode. But it's also preferable to keep it on airplane mode at all times. But with 5G phones becoming the brand new trend, there is certain research that is actually showing that 5G phone technology could interfere with aircraft signals.
1: Yes, this is your captain speaking. <laughs> yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have just found out yes. that new 5G tech phone technology could actually interfere with these aircraft signals. Now, phones that use technology should be switched off during the flights. Now, we've always heard that. Now, yeah. back in the day, uh, a lot of people used to bring their laptops when they're on business trips. And it was always recommended during takeoff and landing to turn those off, but we kind of uh, swept it under the rug. But with new 5G technology, we're looking at another potential danger. And that is because, because of signal interference from a close frequency source of a strength that is similar or even superior to that of the altimeters.
0: Yes, so this interference could actually be so damaging to the aircraft, especially during the landing and the takeoff, it could be very critical that it impacts how the plane operates. So bulletins have been issuing to airlines last week recommending every person who owns a 5G phone to either have it completely turned off or switched on to the airplane mode during the flight. So yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'm thinking of, of being smart, Omnia. Okay. <laughs> Five. Put it on 4G.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. Honestly? Well, like,
1: really? What if you just put it on 4G?
0: You still have the 5G capabilities within the phone. But
1: I'm not transmitting the, yeah, 5G. You're not using I'm the not. Tr- I'm <laughs> not asking for 5G. I'm not giving back 5G.
0: I think aircraft should be... You, you know, know my friend is on. a pilot.
1: I will ask him.
0: If, if I can put on four... then... <laughs> It's not like I'm going on
1: flights every couple of days. I mean, uh, I, haven't, I haven't gotten on a plane only in over a year and a half. Two, wow. 2018. Oh,
0: okay, a year is under... 2018. That's You yeah. know we're in 2021?
1: I love Sharjah. <laughs> what can I say? I love Sharjah. I I, I don't want to go anywhere else. I don't need to go anywhere else. But uh, it was also recommended in cases of disruption to the aircraft equipment that even the flight crew immediately notify air fa- air traffic controllers mm. who can then alert air. Airport authority. So it's even looking to become an offense yes. because that's how sef- uh, severe, s- severe uh, the situation is right now.
0: Absolutely. Because the strength of signals from 5G base stations have actually been also impacting different airports. So we're not just looking at the phones. Of the people within the flight But also every single base of 5G uh, Every single station that Mm -hmm. is actually positioned in the country Nowadays, many countries have been trying to strategically place them In locations away from airports To make sure that they're not impacting any flights, takeoff or landing Now they're continuously monitoring the 5G base stations In certain countries, one of them being France So that they can make sure that the radio frequencies Coming out of those stations don't impact any flight whatsoever
1: I mean, we always kind of knew this, that technology could interfere with the two most important parts of your flight, which is the takeoff and landing. And I mean, even if you're looking at it as a broader picture, even air traffic controllers are not allowed to have a phone inside yeah. the air traffic center. They need to have the phones outside. Number one, to not make them distracted. And number two, for the interference of signals. But ladies and gentlemen, we <laughs> want to know your guys' thoughts for Do it thoughts or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Are you upset that your brand new 5G <laughs> phone cannot be used on a flight? I mean, regardless, when you're up in the air, you don't have any signal. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come back with a very special interview with Amin Al-Zarouni.
0: Yes, he is the CEO of Sahab Smart Solutions that has been actively helping Sharjah become a completely digital government. If you're living right here in Sharjah, this is an interview you do not want to miss out on. So make sure you keep All on Locked and we'll be right back. The latest tech talked. It's Future Talk. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is
1: Future Talk. Future Talk.
0: Future Talk. With Omial Saleh and Henry Balkas. The digital transformation of Sharjah has definitely been ongoing for quite some time now but if you've been living over here you definitely know that lots of applications have actually been put in place to help us facilitate the different services taking place and in the age of COVID-19 this can definitely come in handy but one CEO has been actually behind the company that has helped the government of Sharjah make sure that its different services have been placed on the map when it comes to tech maps. Joining us today is Amin Azarani, the CEO of Sahab Smart Solution that is currently working on the full digital integration of Sharjah's public services and working closely with the Emirates private as well as their public sectors. Thanks a lot for joining us today.
2: Thank you, Amnia. Sure, and thank you, Hani, as well. I would like to definitely thank you for hosting me today. And uh, we hope that we can give some uh, uh, important information to your esteemed uh, audience and listeners.
1: 100%. I'm guaranteed that you will (laughs) give it to us now. Welcome to the show, obviously. And can you talk to us about the ongoing project with the Sharjah government regarding the development of a world-class digital platform for a wide range of business and public services through its user-friendly app?
2: I'm happy that you guys are starting big. Yeah. This, is, <laughs> this is definitely, um, if I may say, the, one of the biggest initiatives in, uh, in the Emirate of Sharjah and one of the biggest initiatives that we as Sahab are actually running in partnership with uh, the Higher Committee of Digital Transformation in Sharjah, which is led by uh, Sheikh Faham mm-hmm. and Sharjah Digital Office. Um, it's an initiative that's definitely going to have a big impact. And the reason I say This is really a big initiative. It's because not of the size of the project or the amount that this project is actually uh, required to invest in. It's the impact that this project will create on all the citizens, all the residents, all the visitors, all the investors that would like to come to the Emirate. Um, The impact that it will create on how the services will be integrated, Mm. automated between government entities is the transformation that we're trying
1: to make. So that's why this initiative is definitely one of the biggest that we are running at the moment. And I I, I love it. I do believe that we need to go to a fully digital type of uh, formation.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. The, uh, for sure, we, we should not say that, um,
2: or we should say, or we should thank many of the government entities that already went with their services mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. When we say that we are doing this digital platform, which is the Charger digital platform, it's basically Having all these services, getting integrated with each other, where I create a journey for that mm, citizen, mm, mm, mm. he basically have um, a specific service. If you he want here, I can basically put a use case. If an, if an entrepreneur, let's say, or a citizen wants to open a small restaurant mm-hmm. or a cafe, there are so many departments that he has to integrate with yes. or so many departments that he has to, be to interact with, be it municipality, be it town planning, or be it uh, uh, civil defense for some NOCs and stuff like that. Um, I can be smart enough. And I talk now if I am the platform. Yes. If I am the platform, I should be smart enough. The moment that person requests a trade license for a restaurant, I should be smart enough in asking him, do you actually need your (laughs) internet line? Do you need your electricity line? Do you need your NOCs from X, Y, and Z? and that get automated in the background for him. Mm. Why he has to basically go and avail each of these services individually. So this is what we mean by moving digital and Mm. having all of these services are integrated.
0: And it will encourage a lot of individuals to actually go ahead and start their very own businesses because there's a set path for them to follow. They know exactly step A, step B, step C, and it's all being done with a tap, you know, rather than moving across many kilometers between Mm. every place and the other
2: 100 100 imagine one single stop shop for citizens to have (laughs) and it's all all the government services on on the palm of your hands exactly it's accessible in your mobile device it's accessible on the web and you can avail all government services on one platform now for sure there are phases and there are um you know uh, releases steps Mm. that we're gonna go through the more We basically start introducing more services that will be more value and more impact that the platform will create.
0: 100 percent. Let's talk a little bit about cost, because we do know that we love saving costs, especially in the age of COVID-19. Everyone has been trying their best to be as budget conscious as they can. So how can the use of technology and digitizing these services help businesses save costs as well?
2: Any digital transformation or any digital initiative in business um, uh, brings value for the organization. It could mm. be value of increasing the revenue stream. It could mm. be value of optimizing and uh, their business process. At the same time, it, the, one of the objectives could be reducing cost because mm. I can maintain and can optimize the expenses that I have. I, I would basically answer your question in an example. Um, the, there is an initiative that uh, we started with Sharjah Asset Management. Okay. Um, and uh, it's basically the, the holding company of yeah. the one that founded Sahab. Mm-hmm. And that initiative was, it's an organization that's growing rapidly mm-hmm. um, uh, from their business units, from their JVs, and from their, uh, the companies that they are establishing. And with that growth comes tremendous cost because mm. you're growing and you're investing in technology, you're investing in infrastructure, etc. We came up with an idea that if we consolidate and we optimize that technology infrastructure and we manage to serve multiple players that belongs to the same holding company Mm -hmm. then you manage to basically optimize cost and with that initiative we basically managed to reduce between 20 to 25 of their operating cost on technology
1: and that's where technology comes into the uh, uh, becomes valuable and becomes basically beneficial for businesses i mean we're looking at a lot of benefits when we go fully digital.
0: Yes, indeed. And smart cities, one of them being Sharjah now, have definitely been moving in the right footsteps to make this become reality for all of its citizens. We're going to be taking a short break, but once we come back, we're going to be talking all about the integrated digital business platform for Sharjah civil defense, as well as the process of developing the Emirates' first e-commerce platform for Souq Al-Jubayn. Make sure you keep all Seventy Five locked because we're going to be right back. You're
2: listening to...
1: You're, You're listening, listening
0: to Pulse. Pulse 95. Pulse 95.
1: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
0: Future Talk with Omniel Saleh and Hany Balkas. Smart cities are no longer just a concept or a dream of the future. And Sharjah is a living example of that. Many governmental services are using innovation, IoT, and wireless technology to help connect residents and citizens to their services seamlessly. Sahab Smart Solution is one company that is actually also helping out with that. They're a trusted technology partner of the government of Sharjah, and today they are leading the digital transformation journey of the emirate. Joining us is the CEO of Sahab Smart Solution, Mr. Amin az who's been telling us all about how amazing it is to go ahead and digitize all services, Mm. especially if we want a seamless life uh, when we're living right here in Sharjah. Thanks a lot for joining us.
2: Welcome, for sure. Thanks for to
1: me again. It's amazing. And I, I always love the off-topic conversation, off-air conversations yes. when we're having such a, an interesting guest like yourself. But can you talk to us about the integrated digital platform when it does come to the Sharjah Civil Defense and what can what services can citizens and residents access through it? Yeah, definitely. This is
2: this is another initiative that we have been trusted with. Um, uh, when we gain the trust of being a technology partner for Sharjah government, there has been so many entities that, um, we're reaching out to us to see how we can help them transform their existing business and mm-hmm. how they can basically ease the inter- interaction with their uh, clients and with their customers as well as with their partners. And this initiative with Sharjah Civil Defence, for sure, um, we basically raise the hat for them for all the efforts that they have been putting uh, last year and also continuing with the pandemic and all the, uh, uh, the efforts that they are putting to keep the city safe. Um, it's a platform that enables all their services to be available online on all digital channels, mm-hmm. as well as getting it integrated mm. um, with other departments. So they have fully integrated back-end system between themselves, as well as the other government entities mm-hmm. in the Emirate, as well as giving these services in the multiple channels for citizens, for partners, for investors, for consultants, um, um, to be availed on a digital manner. Mm.
0: Absolutely. And it's definitely great to see users also be able to make the most out of this. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking all about how Sahab is currently also in the process of developing the Emirates' first e-commerce platform for Souq Al-Jubail. And what is the expected date for this platform to be released? If you have any questions for Mr. Amin al make sure you share them with us at 4215. Do to Salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse 95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amya al saleh and Hanne Balkis The digital transformation of Sharjah is coming not a moment too soon. Even before the COVID-19 crisis hit, businesses worldwide started to realize the impact of moving their business models to be completely online, which has definitely helped create a big move when it comes to digital transformation and then the pandemic hit and this put the scenario on fast forward move. Now Sahab Smart Solutions is a tr- trusted technology partner of the government of Sharjah and today they're actually leading the digital transformation journey of the Emirate the CEO of Sahab Smart Solutions Mr. Amin az has been telling us all about the different projects that they're currently working on to help facilitate the different governmental services that we get for both residents as well as citizens thanks a lot for joining us
1: Honestly, I'm having so much fun talking <laughs> on air and off air with you, I Amin. Mean, but let's go and talk about how Sahab is also in the process of developing the Emirates' first e-commerce platform for Al Jibid. Can you talk to us about it and what could it actually provide for citizens living right here in Sharjah? Uh, that's project. Um, I'm very passionate about this
2: project specifically. <laughs> um, uh, first of all, it's it's a partnership that we built with our partner called Sefotzuk which is basically the way I like to describe them is that they are a, a platform network where mm-hmm. they connect multiple fishermen around the world. And then we partnered with them in developing this e-commerce platform for, or the marketplace platform for Suqal Jibail. And we are doing this for business-to-business business as well as business-to-citizen. Uh, mm. um, or I like to call it the other way around. I like to call it citizen-to-business, you know. <laughs> citizen reaching out to business. Uh, and the way we are creating this platform is that we are transforming the way the fish business is or uh, the delivery of the fish business in the Emirate. You look at the market, you look at Sukul which is managed by, again, S management. It's one of the amazing markets we have in the, in the Emirate. And the way they operate it, operationally there, it's amazing. You go there and you get impressed, you know, mm-hmm. with how things are being operated. But then I want to order fish on Friday. <laughs> I want to order specifically salmon. And I want to order hamur as well. And I want to basically have that either cooked or I want that to be fresh. Yeah.
0: Apologies for everyone tuning in and who feels hungry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want that. I want that to be in the step of my door yes. on a Friday uh, for lunch. Now that's what we created. We created basically that platform that enables citizens to basically come and order that fish. And if that salmon exists in Sweden, <laughs> you're gonna get that traceability, base basically to prove wow. that that salmon got. Caught in Sweden, and it brought came back to you.
0: And ah. that's very important because a lot of people are with getting wild cut salmon and not necessarily. Uh, I think it was. Well, I don't remember. I don't there know was my fish. Other other <laughs> type of salmon that <laughs> wasn't as good.
2: But true, true. You need to basically make sure that is that uh, farmed or is that caught. Oh is yes, that, you know, the, the, the farm, quality, yeah. and that makes a difference for restaurants, for example, for chefs, you know, with the hotels. Then when you're going to go there, they,
1: they care about the quality of the fish. that They, they have a receiving. reputation to exactly. take care of. Exactly. I, mean, I mean, you're getting all the information. Who would know? Who would think of it? I mean, I wouldn't think of it. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll be honest with you. To have fish delivered to your doorstep from one of the biggest, if not the biggest in Sharjah, Souq al Yeah. I mean, it is amazing.
0: And it's keeping heritage and culture alive because, you know, growing... The fishermen
1: up, are still doing what they do. Exactly.
0: True. And Souq al is a very big traction point for any tourists 100%. coming to Sharjah.
2: Yes, 100%, 100%. Tune in. there will be a lot of announcement on this project. It's gonna, it's gonna come live soon, and the citizen will be able to basically order the fish and have their, um, uh, their lunch at home. Fun. And maybe you can order it cooked as well. And the platform will suggest to you the best way of cooking it.
0: Oh, so, yeah. phenomenal! Well, we want a spe- sneak peek right you, you here. You know on
2: what on I like talk? to call that, Omnia? <laughs> <laughs> a full package. You know, it, it's it, Anyway, take it The first time my mother asked me to go and get a fish from the market And she gave me the name I went there and I thought that's going to be an easy task Yeah. I went there and oh my god There's so <laughs> many fish that I don't know what are they you know. But now I can go online and I can search for it And I can order it And guess what? If it suggests for me what are the spices that I need
0: that's it. You go pick up the spices yeah. and you do the fish. Go pick up the spices or add <laughs>
2: them to the cart and oh, then it. Oh, well, perfect. I, I, I love it.
0: I yeah. love it too. And we want to know what is some of the expected dates for the release of this platform?
2: Um, That's why I said tune mm. in. To there 100%. will be an announcement coming in. Yeah, I think we're a little bit too
0: excited <laughs> yes. on Ni <laughs> yeah. the
2: night. There is already an, uh, a soft launch going on right now Perfect. Um, it's by invitation we are basically testing everything that's going smooth mm. and then soon inshallah there will
1: be the platform going live
0: phenomenal and we're definitely going to be keeping you right mm. here on future talk updated when whenever that launches as well
1: yes now there's a question that omni and i have been kind of so eagerly to ask you about it because this inf- type of information it actually opened my mind today yeah. yes. and you told us the difference what is the difference actually between digital services and e-services yeah, that's a topic I
2: personally face challenge whenever I go to businesses. I <laughs> yeah. try to convince them to move their services to a digital service or ha- establish a digital journey for uh, for your business. Yeah. Um, there is a reason why governments operated in the past by being called an e-government model, and then they moved to an m-government model, and then they started moving to smart and digital model. Okay. The, and, and that is not just the name change. They didn't change the E to M to smart. <laughs> there is a reason why that evolved. The, the philosophy of how I handle my, my services, my government services changed, the mindset changed, and even the way the processes are orchestrated, integrated mm. has to change. And that's why when I call an e-service, um, I can have my services available on a mobile channel as well as on a web channel. Mm-hmm. And that's where it becomes an e-service. Mm-hmm. But when I say digital service, it's where I have my services integrated with other departments, where mm-hmm. I enable the input as well as the output digitally. I don't need to have any hard copies in, the, in between. I don't need to have to follow up manually with any other step. If it is that service has to be integrated with another department, another government entity, then that integration happens also in the digital platform. And that's when I achieve digital service. That's when I yeah. create a
1: journey for the citizen and the consumer. And you gave a great example when you're talking about, for example, moving apartments. Oh yeah, Uh, (laughs) I loved it. We had had a lot of chat. uh, Yeah, uh, all fair, yeah.
2: Um, This is one of the services services that we are working on that's gonna come in the next releases of uh, the Digital Charger platform. Mm imagine um, I asked you if you live in an apartment right and yes. you told me yes and I told you right now if you want to move out and move into an apartment there's mm. so many transactions you have to do first of all you have to think of cancelling your internet line you have to cancel your electricity line and then you have to basically cancel the contract and then everything <laughs> <You> have, <laughs> and moving then you, and then you have Keeping to repeat all that right you <laughs> yes. have to repeat yeah. all that with the new apartment but why should you do that individually mm. All what we are trying to create that journey where a person goes online on the platform and says, I'm moving from one, from this unit, which is mm. registered in the government, yes. I'm moving to this new unit, which is also registered in the government. And then the platform becomes intelligent enough to ask you, do you want to transfer your lines do you want to cancel this line or request a new line Then, And all what you say is yes or no, yes or no.
0: So it becomes as easy as changing phones. You know, nowadays, whenever you buy a new iPhone, the yep. iPhone recognizes that you had an older iPhone and exactly. just transfers all the information.
2: Exactly. And then it transfers the whole information for you. So why cannot I achieve that? Now, now I am simplifying it way too <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the, but there are complications. But if I simplify that process where a move in, move out becomes less headache for the citizen or the resident, then... There are so many other services that you can even
1: simplify and so many other, you know, uh, government services that you can transfer. Absolutely. I, I mean, he gave the perfect example when we were talking about having the bank in the palm of your hands. You yes. can even open a new checking account in the palm of your hand so why can't sh- government services be as easy
0: yes definitely and with that comes having the right mindset because the digital transformation journey of the emirate of sharjah depends heavily on how we also react to it so i want to hear from you mr amin Azaraoni. what characteristics do you believe should residents as well as businesses have to help aid this digital transformation
2: uh, th- I guess I will reverse that on you, Omnia, because, okay. <laughs> because, I, because I believe I believe that citizens and residents are way ahead and way there for thinking. Mm. We need to basically change the characteristics of how we deal with services and how we deal with, with the processes. And we need to basically catch up with the way uh, they are interacting with the digital platform. Everybody nowadays is interacting with digital channels, digital platforms. They are on their mobile devices most of the time during mm-hmm. the day. I told I, I told you yesterday that my grandpa uses my grandma uses <laughs> Snapchat nowadays. She's you know? new on Snapchat. Yeah, and, and she, she basically even get mad if I don't send her stuff. Oh but, wow! <laughs> but 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 if they if they are digital savvy, and you have a new generation coming out as well from the academy from the academy coming to the market, and they are digital savvy, they know how to use digital platforms. So you, governments, businesses have to transform the way they are actually
1: interacting with their operation and with their businesses. So it's the other way around. We have to catch up. <laughs> you heard it from the man himself, mister Ami Azaroni. I loved having this interview, and I'm very excited about what you and Sahab are going to bring in the near future. And I guess we just have to wait.
0: Yes, anyone living right here in Sharjah, I'm sure you will be very excited to hear about the latest updates coming from Sahab's partnership with the government of Sharjah. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. It was a pleasure to listen to you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be taking a short break, but we're not done yet. So keep Pulse95 locked because we're going to be right back. Pulse95 Pulse95.
0: Apps all around. What's worth a click and download... Lots is happening in the world of application. And let's talk a little bit about Instagram because they have taken it upon themselves to help raise awareness for eating disorders. If you struggle with an eating disorder, I'm sure it's not easy to log on to the app and see people posting about their meal plans, people posting about their summer bodies. And there tends to be a lot of comparison when it comes to comparing body types, but also health plans and what do you eat and when do you eat what you eat?
1: I, to be honest ladies and gentlemen, my face still hurts from smiling so much <laughs> during the interview. Mr. Amina Zarani was, was one of my favorite for, for, for the time we have hosted Future Talk. But going back and talking about Instagram and how they're announcing that it's going to be adding resources for people who are affected by eating disorders to its social platform. Now, again, it is so important to kind of mind what we look at on social media. Because we don't even think about it as much anymore Because again, this has become as our daily routine We open our Instagram, we go through social media And unconsciously, we look at things and it does affect us And we don't even know it affects us Our brain processes it, but your conscious mind doesn't process it So Instagram jumping on the the eating disorder area And and looking on awareness And trying to make more people aware that Hey, listen We have the solution for you.
0: Yes, and if you as a user go ahead and search for hashtags or content that is potentially related to disordered eating, then Instagram will go ahead and guide you to certain resources or helplines that are provided to help you seek the help and the therapy that you would go ahead and need. Now, Instagram did say that they're currently trying to basically blur out any potentially triggering, con- triggering content in their search results. Now, this is very important because we tend to see a lot of content on Instagram, especially when it comes to food, to fitness, to body types, to getting that perfect summer yeah. body when there's no really perfect nowadays, especially with COVID-19. <laughs>
1: Everyone's a fitness expert on Instagram.
0: Exactly. Any
1: Fit, Omnia Fit, uh, <laughs> what else do we got? Muhammad Fit, everyone has trainer. Fit in their name.
0: Everyone has a trainer everyone on the
1: Trainer, so I mean, hats off to them, uh, taking care of their body, 100. But again, we're looking at Instagram becoming the platform where a lot of people are jumping on it to again to promote health and wellness, health and fitness, 100. Yes. I'm with it. But unfortunately, some people have problems in life and they suffer from problems. So this type of content may trigger something in their brain that will be harmful to them, and we need to mind that. We need to mend that. Hey, listen, some people go through things, and we can't just post anything on Instagram. Or now, at,
0: least po- at least post a caution before yeah, it. caution. So, like, with sensitive content nowadays on Instagram, if there's, like, a scene of a shooting or a scene of anything a car that's, accident, for a example. A car accident, yes. you'd immediately get a black screen that says that the content you're about to witness is sensitive. So if you don't want to w- go ahead and witness yes. it, skip over. And
1: even people who suffer from epilepsy.
0: Yes, epilepsy, yes. Epilepsy,
1: yes. They, they have the, hey, there's going to be a lots of lights, lights and flashing. Or, do you have it or do you not? Is it okay with you? And you press yes. So... Again, going and talking about mental disorder, mental me, me, de- eating disorders, yes. is the, it does fall in line with how we should kind of have caution. We have to be responsible when we're, when we're online. And I believe now a lot of people are saying, but the internet is a free space. The internet is that, yes, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, not a lot of people were using the internet now everyone and their mama uses the internet.
0: <laughs> it's a free space but we can still be mindful yes. to what we are going, especially friends and loved ones. We all go through our very own mental struggles and mental battles so it's it's nice to see social media platforms stepping up their efforts. Now, I think Instagram got a little bit jealous from TikTok because this update is very similar to what TikTok announced earlier this week with also pointing out users for eating disorders, specific resources whenever we see any Uh, videos that are talking about fitness and mental health and uh, sticking to a certain diet or sticking to a certain routine, TikTok will go ahead and suggest certain text uh, text lines or helplines that you can go ahead and reach out. Now, Instagram did also imply that there will be a support button that will specifically point out certain contacts based on the country that you're currently living in. And I... Honestly, hats off to Instagram. I truly appreciate this auth- yes. this effort because it's it's mm-hmm. a real struggle that many people go through, and it's nice to see. Yeah. A worldwide social media platform acknowledge those struggles yeah
1: i mean instagram did have that issue in the past trying to regulate eating disorder content and even the social network is often brought up in conversations about negative body image and perception especially among young people and i have spoke about this i have spoke about how instagram can make you feel that you are not well enough you are you don't look good you don't feel good you're not perfect you're not perfect (laughs) but there's nothing called perfection you are perfect in your own way but Again, I might be contradicting myself because there's only one perfect person in the room right now. (laughs) And his name is Omar al Omar ladies oh. and gentlemen. The halftime show, the only place to be at 3. T-minus four minutes on the clock. Before we hear from the man himself, he's wearing that suit jacket. Got the Muhammad Ali t-shirt. <laughs> brother. It looks
0: like it's going to be a fire show it's, today. Honestly, when you
1: lead up like that, bro, you bring the fire <laughs> to my show. Bro- man. Brother, you look amazing. Thank you. Did you get a tan? No. Man, you <he> look good. <laughs>
0: Go back to talking about the halftime but show. But about the halftime, half-time show, show? Get it, hey, Listen,
1: I like the fact you guys were really touching on the fitness side. Of course, brother. Future fitness. Future fitness talk. I mean Future (laughs) Halftime. Future (laughs) halftime. Half-time, half-time future <laughs>
0: talk?
1: <laughs> Hany looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> Hany's like, if you're watching on YouTube, please you don't, see Hanny, saying, like, stop. 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 <laughs> stop, stop with the terminology.
0: Wordsplay doesn't work for you. You don't, you don't got it. Sounds
1: <laughs> <But, laughs> good vibes when in the studio. Hey, man, it's great to see your faces and, and great to hear your show as well. Coming up on the show today, we're talking about food labeling. Now, a lot of the times, we go into the supermarket, we pick up something, and we think it's healthy, but we hardly read the food label. So we are Finally. breaking that down. I'm on the so half-time happy show.
0: We're talking about this topic.
1: <laughs> you, I like I like this movement now. I think I'm going to start doing it. But thank you so much, Amar. We're very excited to see what you have on the show. But ladies and gentlemen, this, this does, uh, is Post 95. Tune in live time, every place, weekday on from 2 p.m. 95. 95. 95.